Welcome everyone. We are about to begin with Hashem Feedback and Insight Sheer number 81. This is a very, very important topic. Um, Rabbi Zelik Pliskin does have a chapter on this discussing how when you increase your self-esteem, you will have a happier marriage. Self-esteem is an extremely important topic, not just for Shalom Bayis, but in life in general. Uh, to the extent that I was having a Havamina to give separate shiurim just on the concept on what healthy self-esteem is and what confidence is overall. But this is a Shalom Bayashir primarily. I think hopefully I'll get to a point where I figure out how to discuss so many things that are not just about Shalom Bayas, but overall life in general. But we're going to focus now on self-esteem and how that working through that can help your marriage greatly and explains why a lack of self-esteem causes problems in marriage and that's why it's so important for you to learn the skills to develop it. And yours truly, I'm talking like I said many times as I give the shiurim, that I'm talking to myself. The, most of these things, almost all of these things I discuss in the shiurim up to this point are things one in one way or another that I too am affected by and I too need to work on because when I'm talking to you I'm talking to myself as well and here is one topic where I acknowledge I am not born with any great self-confidence or any great self-esteem it's something that I needed to work on and it's a work in progress and I sense that a lot of you are that way as well sometimes People mix up self-esteem with arrogance. They think if you have a healthy self-esteem, that means you have a certain level of arrogance, which is not true. You have to know what healthy self-esteem is versus what unhealthy arrogance is. Some people think that if they don't have self-esteem, that means they're a true of, also incorrect. And therefore, it's important to talk about this as a general thing, but over here we're going to talk about it, how it affects Shalom bias. The first thing a Yid needs to know, every Jew, every human being, is that you are valuable. HaKadosh Baruch Hu created you. And when you have that knowledge that Hashem gave you the inner strength and confidence that you have within you that you could develop to do what you need to do in life, that helps you live your life to the fullest, to accomplish what you need in this world, It'll help you make wiser choices. It'll help you cope with the challenges that life has, including one's own challenges. And most importantly, as this is a Shalom by Yashir, it'll make you a kind of person that will create a fulfilling and happy marriage. Because when we have a limited self-image of ourselves, if we don't believe in the Bishvili Nivra Oilam, that the world was created for me, that call Yachid v'yachid hu that every individual is a full world. If you have a limited self-image, then you will think you are less capable than you actually are. It will limit your choices you make. It will limit the quality of your life and what you can accomplish. Yes, there are people that sometimes try to overachieve and they burn themselves out. But we're not talking about that right now. 
That's also important, not to go overboard and to go not go beyond what you can do. But many, many, many of us do not believe in our own true realistic potential, and we all, many of us, live lower than the potential that Hashem has us has in mind for us. We are His child. HaKadosh Baruch Hu loves us, and even if we're born with certain chesreinos and certain challenges, HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave you infinite value. No human being could take away that infinite value, not even from yourself. You could tell yourself all you want, that you're a nobody, that you're worthless. Hashem, by giving you life, is telling you, Loize, Loikein, not true. And a person who develops a high, healthy self-esteem and has a realistic, positive self-image, of course, combined with the proper anava, humility, which is not sicer self-esteem, then they will realize that they have intrinsic worth and value that is independent of any opinion of a subjective, mortal human being. You'll be independent of any shortcomings you have or limitations or handicaps. Humility means that you're aware of everything you have, whether your monetary possessions, whether your personal qualities, your strengths, and your natural talents and your skills, but you recognize that they're gifts from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So you take pleasure in those gifts and you cannot, and, and nevertheless, you don't need to be arrogant and you won't feel arrogance. If you realize that all these matanis come from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and you appreciate that, then you will not become arrogant from exercising those gifts that Hashem wants you to exercise. If you have a beautiful voice to be the best chazan you could be, if you, if you have music talent, use it the best as you can, HaKadosh Baruch Hu. You won't be intimidated emotionally from anybody else. You'll be able to strive. You'll be able to grow. And that is so important in life and so important for every husband, every wife to build within themselves. Because the more they build within themselves a healthy self-esteem, the healthier they will be in their relationship to themselves and the healthier they will be in the relationship with their husband, with their wife. Now, the problems caused by a lack of self-esteem is many. Number one, there's a lack of simcha. Usually a person who has low self-esteem will feel unneedlessly, not needlessly rather, happy, unhappy. They'll be needlessly unhappy. They will create more unhappiness than they actually need to experience. When you realize that there's a value to you and realize that there's value to your life, then you look at a blue sky and you appreciate it. You look at the green grass when you're upstate and in the summer, springtime, and you appreciate it. So that's one thing. Someone that has low self-esteem has trouble being happy. Someone has a high, healthy self-esteem, they're more prone to be happy. And happiness, true simcha, is a criteria in serving our Kaddish Baruch Hu with a joy. Another thing is when you are low, have low self-esteem, you're very, very sensitive hypersensitive to criticism. When someone criticizes a person that has low self-esteem, they'll become defensive and hurt, and they'll think wrongfully, but they'll think that their self-worth is dependent on how the other person tells them things. And they'll feel inferior when someone points out their faults. Now in marriage, 
that's why it's so important to develop one's own self-esteem. Because if you do not have high self-esteem and you're extremely sensitive to criticism, very often your husband or your wife may criticize you not even in a critical way. They may say it in a very respectful, caring way. But if you're oversensitive to that, you will become angry at your husband or wife and blame them and they're, they're attacking you, even though it could be objectively speaking, they did not attack you at all. And even if, let's say, they spoke a little too harshly, if you have a higher self-esteem, you may get upset, you may get annoyed, you may tell your spouse, I need you to you know, not talk to me like that. Let's talk about how we could talk with each other more menschlich, which we talked about in previous year, and we could do that. But it won't crush the person. It won't create a... A, 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 a um, you know, break in feeling dejected or depressed or angry by the fact that your spouse told you something, you know, that, that, that needed correction in a nice way. So an example that's given is, for example, a wife tells the husband, drive carefully, right? So you could understand that sentence two ways. Drive carefully means, I care about you, and I want you to drive carefully to be safe. It's you know bad weather out there. Drive carefully. But if a husband doesn't have good self-esteem, he'll interpret, drive carefully. You don't trust me. You don't have confidence in my driving ability. You know. And the same thing, a husband might ask his wife, what time is it? All he wants is simply to know what time it is. He doesn't have his watch, let's say. The watch is not working. What time is it? Now, she's in the middle of supper. And he, she hears, what time is it? And she thinks that the husband's trying to hint to her, you know, you're not on time over here. What time is it? Meanwhile, he didn't mean that at all. So people that have higher self-esteem, they work on themselves. They're not bothered by these types of comments. Because people with high esteem, let's say they got upset or, you know, drive carefully. So if someone has high self-esteem and they hear that drive carefully, they'll either say, oh, they just meant to be nice, drive carefully. Or they'll answer back in a nice way. You know, is there anything you're concerned about? And have a discussion. But it won't crush them. Another thing that happens when a person has low self-esteem is that they tend to be over, to have an over-response to flattery. You know, when someone praises you, you'll be overwhelmed by that praise, feel extra indebted, like a codependency type of thing. Or they won't believe that praise at all. And that's also a problem. In other words, sometimes a husband, let's say the wife has low self-esteem, and the husband sincerely is praising her for something. I appreciate that you did this for me and you did that. But if she has a very low self-esteem, she will not believe his sincere praise. She may interpret it, you're trying to get something out of me, or you're just trying to flatter me, or you're trying to just uh, manipulate me. In reality, it's none of those things. But again, if you work on your self-esteem, husband and wife, Realize you're valuable. You're created by a Kaddish Baruch Hu. Then you'll learn to appreciate each other. Appreciate the expression of appreciation that they give to one another. You'll be more objective in analyzing things with a clarity. You'll answer it politely in return. And if your spouse says a positive thing that made you feel good, you can feel good about it. And you'll give the other person credit. Thank you for your kind words. I appreciate it. Another thing with low self-esteem that takes place is people tend to be hypercritical. When they feel inferior, 
They have a strong need to criticize other people. That is why it's so important in marriage, before marriage, but if you have this issue, work on it on yourself in marriage to develop your self-esteem. Because if you feel inferior, then you will have a tendency to make yourself feel better to put other people down. That's one of the simonim that happens a lot. A person who has true high self-esteem doesn't have a strong need to criticize. Some people criticize their spouse because they feel that their spouse's behavior reflects on them in a negative way. They want their spouses to be viewed perfect by others. They get upset when it's not perfectly representing of them because they feel inferior. Because they feel inferior. They want it to reflect well on them. But if they had true self-esteem, they wouldn't care. Well, they wouldn't care to any great extent. And if there is an issue, they would talk about it in an objective way, in a tactful way, in a sensitive way, but not be hyper in criticism. And connected with that is that there's a tendency towards blame. A person who feels inferior tries to usually place the blame on his, um, tries to place the blame of his own faults on others or her own faults on others doesn't want to take responsibility on what he does and blames it on everyone except himself so in marriage especially if someone has a very low inferior self-esteem when there's a problem or an issue where they know they really need to work on they will feel so inferior and defensive is that they'll blame their spouse for it so you see from all of these mishalom and these are so so true that learning and developing a healthy confidence, a healthy self-esteem in the right way will help a marriage greatly. And, 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 and every even baby steps towards this will improve a marriage greatly. And very often, just to mention this and explain this in a, in a, in a very um, clear way, is that very often when a pe- marriage is having trouble, it's not even technically a marriage problem. Very often, it is a personality in-person problem. Meaning, when a husband and wife sometimes has these issues, and many marriage counselors will tell them, it's not a problem really in your marriage. You love each other. You have a connection. There's a lot of common ground here. There's what to work with over here. The problem is, is each one of you has a certain individual issue that if you work on yourselves with it, ultimately the marriage will get better. If you have an inferior complex or you have lack of self-esteem and you work on it in a healthy way, automatically the marriage will get better. Sometimes when someone's inferior, they'll be, um, you know, hide from people, hibernate or be excessively shy. That could also create some issues. And when you develop your self-esteem, you'll learn. You could still be a private person. You could be an introvert and have high self-esteem. You just prefer quiet rather than being in a crowd. That's no. That's fine. But when necessary, you will do what you need to do to interact with people. That's what people with high self-esteem learn to do. And we'll be mamshich on this in the next feedback by Ezra Hashem because it's such an important topic. Um in life in general, but specifically in marriage, we have no idea how much if we work on learning how to have healthy self-esteem, not arrogance, with humility combined. It's not a stira. 
and even in, in compliments one another, then our marriage will ultimately feel better. Our marriage will ultimately improve. Hatzlocha and bracha.